And we will hear a scripture reading now from the book of Matthew. Emma Predom will be coming to read that for us. Thanks, Emma. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all you... Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Thank you, Emma. Well, I've been thinking for a long time about what to say today in this sermon time. And oh, there's so much. We, we want you as teachers to be refreshed. Uh, we want you to know that you are seen and valued and appreciated. We want to remind you how much your work matters. Um, we want you to be encouraged in the challenges you face. All these things, but I only have 15 minutes, so... In the end, I thought, what a better thing I could do than to point to these words coming from the lips of Jesus, the arguably the greatest teacher who ever lived. I don't want to give you a pep talk. I want to give you words from Jesus. And I want to start with the question, how do you find rest when you are weary? Um, do you sleep in? Do you go fishing? Do you uh, kick back in the lawn chair with a cold drink? Do you watch TV? You know, real rest is hard to get. And we human beings are not too good at getting real rest. Sometimes we opt to simply check out, to binge watch Netflix or scroll, scroll, scroll on our phones. You know, just to like disengage from everything. And when we do that, we're not really resting. Uh, the, the, the weariness is still there. We aren't really refreshed. On the other hand, some of us, when we feel weary, ironically, work more. We go from uh, work stuff to, to home to-do lists, or we just put in more time at work and just like push through and try to, uh, try to avoid that deep weariness we feel as if we can't bear the thought of not accomplishing something. Well, Jesus invites us to himself for real rest, real deep rest. And what I want to do is look at these three verses and simply ask two questions. Uh, number one, to whom does Jesus offer rest? And number two, what kind of rest does he give? I'm trying to aim this particularly at you teachers today, but this is for everyone. This is not just for teachers. So number one, to whom does Jesus give rest? He speaks here in verse 28, saying, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So he gives rest to those who are weary and burdened. 
Uh, the Greek word behind that word weary means weary from toil, just worn out, tired from toil. Those who are wearing themselves out with work. And the word burdened refers to those who are carrying heavy loads on their backs. Loads made of expectations, responsibilities, um, uh, assignments. Now teachers, I know that many of you feel weary. This is like mile 25 of the marathon right now. And you're just pushing through, right? Um, you may be weary from the early mornings and the late afternoons. You may be weary from the unending flow of responsibility. But what makes the work even more wearying, and I, I'm not speaking totally from experience but from observation, what makes the work more wearying are the burdens you carry as you teach. The burdens of the work itself, making sure your lesson plan is ready to go every day. The burden of responsibility you feel to help your students succeed, to make a difference, uh, and somehow to be not only a teacher, but a, a surrogate parent, a counselor, a social worker, a cop, all these things. There are the burdens of expectations placed on you, maybe by yourself, but maybe by the state and the district and your principal and the parents and all these loads of expectations. And of course, there have been the burdens that COVID has heaped on you. You know, the, the constantly shifting protocols, the pivoting from this to that, the need to be the, the sickness police. All of these burdens you carry as teachers. And I just want to pause and say thank you for carrying those burdens for us and for our students. Thank you. And I know that it's not just teachers who get tired. We all have burdens in life. It could be from your job. It could be from taking care of a loved one. It could be from some inner struggle you have. Everyone here is weary and burdened with something. Now, I want to focus for a minute on this word, all. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. That is a small word with a huge meaning. All. When Jesus spoke those words, he was looking out at a crowd filled with men, women, and children, Jews and Romans, day laborers and religious scholars, uh, sinners and straight-laced religious people, the whole gamut. And he was speaking to all of them. And his words through the Bible speak to us today, to everyone who will hear. That word, all is still true. This invitation to rest is not just for Baptists or Catholics or religious people or those who are a certain age or those who have it figured out. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Religious, secular, gay, straight, rich, poor, believers, skeptics, teachers, plumbers, men, women, kids, everyone. Jesus offers rest. He restricts no one from coming to him for rest. But what kind of rest is he talking about? Number two. In the context of this passage, Jesus isn't talking so much about physical weariness and physical rest. It's not, it's not like he's saying, come to me 
and I will tell your boss to give you the day off and give you a lawn chair and a lemonade, right? That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about inward rest, inward weariness, or you might say spiritual weariness and spiritual rest. We are all carrying spiritual burdens. The burden to prove your worth. The burden to live up to some unattainable expectation or ideal. The burden to atone for your failures. All of us at some point have carried these burdens. And those are heavy burdens to carry. You will be crushed under the weight of those burdens. They're impossibly heavy. And oddly, oddly, Jesus says not necessarily to unburden yourself, but to take a different burden. Take my yoke upon you. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. A yoke, as you may know, is a wooden bar that goes across an oxen's shoulders. So it can be hitched in a team or hooked up to a plow to work. Now, in Jesus' day, this wooden thing was a symbol for, the, for obedience to the Jewish law. Through a particular rabbi, he would have his yoke of requirements. You might even say curriculum for how to be uh, a good, law-keeping, godly person. Another rabbi would have their own yoke. And the problem was they, they were heavy yokes. They were based on um, achieving perfect um, obedience to the law, the Jewish law. Um, Say, so like, here's what you must do to please God. Here's what you must do to be a good Jew. And the, and the same thing happens today. It may be um, a yoke from religion. Here's what you have to do to be good enough. It may be a yoke of a career. Here's how to find your ultimate worth. It may be um, some quest or any attempt to please God or meet some high expectation. Just when I was out of college, I um, spent a year teaching English in Vietnam. And I'd like to think that my motives were pure in doing that, but at least part of me entered in the, into that experience out of a need to prove something. It was a yoke. I wanted to prove something to God or prove something to myself. I know many teachers get into the profession because they want to make a difference. And that is a laudable motive. And yet I've also seen teachers who take that to the extreme and it becomes a heavy yoke on their shoulders. They have to change the world. I don't know what yoke you may be bearing or have borne, but all of us have experience with that. And Jesus offers something different. His yoke is different. He invites you to be his student. So teachers, finding rest comes through being a student of Jesus. He says, take my yoke upon me and learn to, upon you and learn from me. That involves listening to Jesus' words 
and letting him shape your life, enrolling in his school of love, submitting to his curriculum. And Jesus is a good teacher. I love this. He says, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Just like the, the teacher who may have inspired you as a kid, someone who gets down on your level, who comes alongside you, who, who you can tell loves you. Jesus is not a demanding, fault-finding taskmaster or a, a, a knuckle-slapping, ear-twisting instructor. He is gentle and humble in heart. I love those words. And look what happens when you take his yoke, when we enroll in his school. He says, you will find rest for your souls. Deep rest, spiritual rest. The reason Jesus can say that is because he wasn't just a teacher, but he was a savior. The Bible tells us that Jesus came to give his life in exchange for yours and mine. And in doing so, he, he accomplished what all of our striving and hard work could never accomplish. He, he fully atoned for our sins and failures. He fully proved that we have worth, not based on what we do, but based on our lovedness by God. He lifted the burdens off of our backs those who would come to him. It's like on that last day of school. Uh, I, I felt this way as a student. I would imagine teachers feel this way on the last day when the final bell rings and you feel your burdens lift. I, I can sleep in tomorrow. I don't have to grade papers tonight. I don't have a lesson to plan. I am free. And that's a little bit like what it is with Jesus. He, he says, you are done working. You are done with heavy burdens. You are done with striving to prove anything. You are done with, with the heavy yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And here's how this plays out in real life. You can, as a teacher, let's say, you can pour yourself into your students or to your family, or to whatever your job is. Um, and you can do that from a rested heart, not from a restless, seeking heart. You can love others freely because you have been loved completely. Um, success doesn't go to your head, and failure doesn't go to your heart. Um, the expectations others place on you, or you place on yourself, ultimately don't matter because you serve a different master with an easy yoke. Let me give you a personal example as I close. This week, even preparing for this service, I felt some anxiety, like, what if it doesn't go well? What if people don't come? What if I don't have something good to say? And I sensed Jesus gently reminding me, it's okay. I love you. You have nothing to prove. I will give you rest. Rest in me. So wherever you are today, hear the words of Jesus. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest.
Amen.